doing this is Ergo Traves and I'm bringing you another episode of the flow Row podcast on today's show we have a very special guest Rudy Schultz Rudy is a comedian artist musician all kinds of things he's he's multi-talented and a very funny guy just in general today's topic will be voice actors you know and, and as always other other things as well also if you're in the market for a throw pillow, a mug, a t-shirt. We have all those things and more at shop.theflowrollpodcast.com. Just so you know, the flowrollpodcast.com website is up. You can go there now to look at all our content and shop at our store. As always, you can find us on Instagram as theflowroll. I had a real good time doing this episode. Uh, uh, It was great catching up with Rudy. I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode as well. And so, on with the show. All right, there we go. All right, welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. This is Edgar Otraves. And today, my co-host is Dan with very special no! guests. Oh shit! I read your I read your name. Sorry, let me do that. You're gonna have to dump that out. I'm gonna have to dump that out. Oops! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let me take it from the top. I never done that before. <laughs> really? I'm glad never you switched the real name and then the cousin Dan. No, no, never. Or not never, my cousin. Not my cousin Dan. All right, you have a real cousin Dan, right? I have a real cousin Dan, and so we didn't know what to call him. So yeah, I not said, my cousin Dan. Is not great. my cousin That's Dan. And then it just kind of stuck. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh, so welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. <laughs> 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 this is uh, Edgar Otraves. Damn, I almost forgot my name. <laughs> my co host today is not my cousin Dan. <laughs> With our special guest, Rudy Schultz. Very funny comedian and voice actor. So, um, to amongst th- other things, amongst many other things, very oh, sorry, yeah. young man. This is R- Thanks, Rudy guys. Schultz is a, a singular, multi-talented uh, polymath. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Some people might say that, uh, that I lack focus, but uh, I mean, you're, singular, you're in a band too, right? Polymath yeah. is much better. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I play in a band called Thieves. I don't, would it be fair to call you the front man? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, the front, front man. man. Yeah, all I got is a microphone. We got we got two other guys that sing, but they have to play a guitar and bass at the same time. So, Rudy yeah, Schultz, voice uh-huh. actor, uh huh, comedian, uh huh, front man of uh-huh. multi platinum selling thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was some uh, some successful band called Thieves uh, in like the '80s in Britain. I think. And then there's us, and then there's another band oh, wow. um, from the U.S. Uh, called Thieves so, in Texas that plays like uh, pop punk indie kind of stuff. So and, if you ever get like a like a industry deal, you're either going to have to pay them a whole bunch of money or change your name. Yes, although right. I I don't think I don't think us or the other American 
Um, yeah, but you'll never he, be able to sell records in England. And I mean, that's the oh, market. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We'd you don't to- get England. You don't sell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'd have to, we'd have to figure something out. I mean, we, we sell records here, but it's all, it's, we made yeah. our own record label and you buy them from. Right. Uh, sure. That's it. Yeah. So. In, in England, you could, you could distribute under the name, the bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds right. Oh, there's got, there's gotta be a, the bollocks though, there's, right? There's probably, it's, probably. Yeah. yeah. There's gotta be. Well, you know what I love about the album uh, stuff that you guys put out is, is the beautiful artwork that you make for all the, uh, all the different album covers and all the other all vinyl that you guys produce. It's oh, like, thanks, man. You check that out. Well, yeah, you've, you've like, I've seen it in person. Like you brought it around and then I've, I remember oh, looking at it. Oh, okay. You, yeah. I think one time you had like a fancy green one and I'm like, that is so fucking dope. Like you had different yeah, color the, ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the, and the, it's so cool. Like, well, I say now, but I, I don't think it's like that modern of a thing. Obviously they weren't like doing, crazy multicolor swirls and like translucent stuff in this the 70s i don't think i think it was all pretty much like you know white red black but then um yeah like i'd never seen before i started like buying records and then we started making our own i'd never seen those ones where they're like you know translucent and they have all these like smoky colors in them or just a bunch of splatter like yeah they were gorgeous i couldn't i've I felt so lucky that we were able to get some records press that like actually look cool that way. So we add artist to artist. The, the list of things. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Graphic, yeah. Uh, graphic design. That's actually, that's probably still how I make most of the money I live on is graphic design, I would say. And then I'm trying to do photography too, but everything's fucking it's winter and you got COVID. Yeah. So everything's all, Oh, you could, you could upload your shots to dreams, dreams time and get paid 10 cents every time. Someone downloads it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Shit. Is that what yep. they pay people? Probably man. I don't oh, know. No, those, those royalty agreements for, for dreams time or like Getty or any of them that allow you to sign up. Like it's, I mean, I guess it's better than nothing, you know? Yeah. Right. But, but they're going to, it's just like royalty on, music streaming platforms it's like yeah yeah it doesn't seem like it's a cash cow like every five years you'll get a check you know right right and it's a, uh, not a big check either <laughs> that's rough man and yeah it, like, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem great oh i've never looked into it but i've I've had friends who have been like oh you should like you know t- take your stuff to stock sites and i'm always like should i i don't know that's yeah. like a great well be. I mean, like the other thing you could do is that you could just, you know, I guess, you know, it's better than just it's sitting on your hard drive, right? I mean, at least it's doing something. Well, I mean, yeah, you could take your stuff, but you don't, I've seen your photography. It's not like stock photography kind of work. No, you know? they're, they're not. very yeah. su- subject pieces, you know, mm-hmm. very artistic. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, so, oh, you're probably yeah. better off at a, like an art and an art fair or something, if you're going to do that. Oh, kind yeah. Of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, sure. Is, yeah. You'd get way more money. Right. Mo- mostly I'm just trying to, like, you know, get people to hire me to take their photos for whatever the, you know, products or headshots or photos mm-hmm. of their pets, whatever, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. that kind of thing. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sorry. The, the wife is over here telling me that my son is scraping the shit out of her new walk with us with a knife. Oh, and, okay. And, and uh, I don't think she's knife. That's a sin. Yeah, dude got a knife, and he's scraping the wall. 
the walk. Oh, the, oh, her new, oh, her new walk. Oh, no. her pan. No. You gotta we make that it. boy watch some of those Uncle Roger videos so you can Dude, do proper walk I, etiquette. I love that Uncle Roger character, man. He is funny as hell. Well, we we know Uncle Roger. Do you guys know Uncle Roger? Yeah. Like for real? Yeah. Nigel Ung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you know him? He used to do stand up in Chicago and then he moved to the UK and got. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, You know know that guy. You know Uncle Roger. Yeah. Holy cow. He was never a character guy. He was like um, Seinfeld, but Malaysian. Yeah. Huh. That's awesome. I can't believe I never made that connection. Isn't that nuts? Idiot. He's fucking immensely famous now. Yeah. Yeah. He got huge. It will, and you're, I wouldn't say that it's even crazy that you didn't put two and two together because Nigel's act was very dry, very smart, very, very downplayed, like um, no character shit. And then right. Uncle Roger forward. is like goofy, silly, exaggerated character yeah. thing. And that's, yeah, that's, he just didn't really. He's also like that character is also really like smart alecky too. Like, did you ever see the one where he's like, He's at the, he, he's like a help at the, at a, a food truck. And he's, he like, he, he questions somebody's manhood because they wouldn't, they wouldn't take spice on the food. It's just like, what kind of man are you? <laughs> That's, that sounds kind of like Nigel. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's definitely a smart alecky guy. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> he's, oh. Yeah. We, we know uncle Roger. He's really, he's really funny and he's a really nice dude. Oh, that's so fucking cool, man. That's good. Yeah. Thing. That's good. Yeah. I hate to hear about some, you know, somebody famous and then find out that he's a jerk or something. No, it's yeah. Just cool that he's cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't know him closely. He might be, a, a jerk. <laughs> he was always, he's always very nice to me. So uh, That's yeah, cool. I, I like yeah. him a lot. He seemed, he I, seems like the nicest guy. He's very, yeah. very nice. I barely knew him. I probably ran into him two or three times. You know, sure. that's about it. Yeah. He used to, he used to, um be at that open mic at the the hidden shamrock a whole bunch just yep. jokes he yep. had that he had that amazing joke about um the brown line <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I think i know where that would go <laughs> it, it was uh well it could go maybe a lot of different ways i'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna. No. His his joke is really good. I don't want to butcher it by trying yeah. to retell it, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. <laughs> this is actually a perfect lead-in to today's topic. Oh we're yeah, talk, sure. We're talking about Uncle Roger, which is some beautiful character work by Nigel Hung. Yeah, yeah. And today we're talking about voice actors. Yeah, man. Right? Yes. Vo- voice actors, or alternately, just amazing performances by people doing voice work Mm -hmm. yeah that's what that's where we're going into today and i think it's it's kind of a fascinating topic because i've I've always been a fan of voice actors i would have loved to have been a voice actor it's not something i can really do i can do voices i and i have and i've been paid to do voices before but to actually own a character and stay in that character and do do actual acting it's intense it's crazy it's because you're not bouncing off of anybody else you're in a, you're in a sound booth by yourself and you got lines to read and that's it 
Yeah. And you've got to own that character and kind of own all of the other characters that are in that scene so that you can kind of put yourself in there and, and give it the right tone and the right inflection and the right feeling. It's nuts. And so I really admire that area of, of performance. And the other thing about voice actors is, man, are they prolific. Like yeah. if you look at any voice actor, even voice actors who maybe aren't even well-known, and you look at their IMDb page and it's just hundreds, if not thousands of credits. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. just look at Kevin Conroy, for example. How right. many times was he Batman? I mean, he is yeah. <laughs> he is yeah. the guy that I know as Batman. Oh, nobody, for sure. nobody else could be a Batman. I mean, other people have done pretty good job, uh, a pretty good job of being Batman. But when it comes to animated Batman, he is the guy. He oh is, my God, yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. He's almost too like he he plays a I mean obviously like uh he fits that specific flavor of Batman like a glove but then his his voice and the way that he uses it and in that show specifically it obviously it's Batman but it's yeah. kind of also just like um generic hero guy voice so like, <laughs> right yeah. when i think of like a like a like a superhero or just a like Hey, what does a hero sound like to me? That's it's Kevin Conroy. It's just that right. like that really like kind, charismatic, soulful, but like uh, you know intensity. Yeah, and he's, yes. he sounds ripped. Like you can hear his jaw. <laughs> right. Like it's yeah. It just yeah. I, I almost took offense there voice. for I almost took offense there for 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 Kevin Conroy when you told when you said that he was the generic hero guy. I was just like, how dare you talk about Kevin Conroy that way? No, no, quintessential, quintessential okay. hero guy. The, the definition of hero guy, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he, yeah, but like, I understand what you're saying because it's like, you know, I don't think he does anything else other than Batman. I he's think, probably, he's probably done something, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's yeah. got to be like 80% of the time he's in front of a microphone, he's got to be Batman, right? Yeah. Right. right. I mean, also like, how awesome a job is that? F pretty fucking cool. I yeah. Think. <laughs> I mean, he's been working for years. Yeah. And yeah. he's the guy known as Batman. You see, yeah. You could be at the coffee shop. You got your back towards him. You don't see he, him, him there. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's sitting there. He's like, me, I have a latte. And you're going to be like, Batman? <laughs> you know? like, right. And yeah. you'll just turn around and look for animated Batman. But there's this like this old dude standing there. And you're like, where's Batman? I thought I heard Batman. But this like old dude with this long yeah. head yeah. real real long he he does not look anything like his voice makes you imagine in your mind and oh for I, sure yeah. maybe because that voice is tied to batman slash bruce wayne yeah i think in, of in it, mind yeah. but i mean oh yeah he's got a great voice oh, so, oh he's got a great voice so get this so like i do uh not that i'm a voice actor but like i'll read to the kids at night and i'll read all these comic books and stuff to them that's I, that's it, dude. That's good. And, good. and I'm doing voices for yeah. all the characters uh -huh. all night, right? Yep. That's the shit right there. That's and what you get. Yeah. And so then, like, uh, it's funny because they've associated certain voices with the characters, and they they trip out when they see me saying the stuff. I'm like, what are you? Like, I'm sitting right next to you when I'm reading these comic books. How do you not know that it's me? Because you know, like, I have That's a voice awesome. for... Uh, let me see if I can do it. I have a voice for, for Robin. It's like... Uh, uh, it's something like... Uh, 
so Batman, what are you doing? You're being so foolish. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so that like, and my, my son will see that. And then he's like, is this like, you did that? And I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I read the comic books to you every night. Yes, I'm the voice of Robin. I'm the voice of Robin, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Supergirl. Everybody. You got to be everybody in the goddamn book. <laughs> like Supergirl. I'm like Wolverine. I'm like fucking Cyclops. I'm Dark Side. Dark Side. Oh, the dark, the evil villains are the best, right? Oh, yeah, dude. That's Yeah, that's the most fun ever is to be a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the coolest shit, man. It is, dude, because I'll, I'll do that shit all night. You know, I'll just like sit there and do all the voices and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, like they, they trip out when I'm walking around and I just throw a Robin voice out and they're like, what? <laughs> you like, can't do that now. <laughs> you can't just do that. No, that's it was that's Robin. It's more like, wait a minute, <laughs> you do that? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, hello. <laughs> but that's- anyway. I was just going to say my, my dad, well, both, both my parents read to us all the time. Like my, my mom would read to us all day long. And my, my dad read to us, you know, every night before bed pretty much. And yeah, I mean, whether it was like, you know, a full on novel like the Hobbit or whether it was like a picture book. Um, I don't think he ever read us comic books. He, he bought me plenty of comic books for me to read on my own, but um, yeah, I mean, he always, you know, did all the voices of the characters and, yeah, I mean that's there's definitely uh that's like a huge reason that I do any work with my voice now. Like absolutely it is. So that's that's cool that you're doing that, man. That's who knows, maybe maybe one of your kids is gonna grow up and want to do that kind of stuff themselves. That would be cool. I mean, I hope at, at least one day when they have their kids, they'll they'll do the same thing I did for them. Oh yeah, they will. Yeah, they oh, make yeah. they make a fool of themselves for their kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. But anyway, like, uh, so who's one of your favorite uh, voice actors there, Rudy? Oh, my God, dude. Um, I mean, like, too many to name almost, I guess. It's like, I, you know, obviously I, I grew up, like, uh, watching, um, you know, Saturday morning cartoons with, like, a bunch of folks, like, you know, like, uh, Jim Cummings, especially. Yeah. With that, that really, like, yeah. crazy fry that he's got. I mean, he was, like... yeah. Every everyone on the face of the planet, but every Disney voice ever, basically every right? Disney voice ever, and then like he's in video games and stuff, yeah. Like still, right. so like you hear him and you're like, yep. oh, it's it's Jim. Well, and, oh, and no. the range because I mean he, he'll be like Winnie the Pooh, so like nice soft, you know, Winnie the Pooh, yeah, voice, and then he's just like crazy cartoony all over the place, like yeah, very talented guy, you know. Oh, super and, versatile. And I think that's what's so interesting to me about voice actors is they, they have this range of characters that they can inhabit that, you know, a reg, your average actor, even fantastic actor like, you know, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino, well, they're Robert De Niro or they're Al Pacino. You know, that's, that's what they right. do. Right, right. You know, and a guy like Jim Cummings is whoever you need him to be. Yeah, right. It's exactly. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. That's he's incredible. I that guy's voice in particular, the sound of it, just you know, grew up with that, and like, uh, I obviously like you know Maurice Lamarche or like, yeah. like and Tara Strong has been like a shitload of cartoons. Tara Strong and like 
yeah. like Rob, Rob Paulson, obviously, um, you know, and like the whole Simpsons cast and like Nancy Cartwright and like uh, Hank Azaria and like all Hank those. Hank Azaria is amazing. Yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah, Hank Azaria is he's another one of those guys who it's just whoever you need him to be. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's what he does. Just and, a zillion voices. And, yeah. and Nancy Cartwright and Tara Strong are both the same way. Tara Strong is, I don't know, there's a lot of similarity in the voices that she does. Yeah. There you know? are always that. She's like, Tara Strong. Is, uh, what what uh, Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls, right? Uh-huh. Like that's the, the the example that comes to mind first. And it, like that's but, Tara Strong. You know? But she's, she's also she's got a bajillion characters that are in that register yep. and she's yep. another one of those people that has like just naturally incredible fry where like there's just this like buzzy tone to yeah. her speech it's just like it sounds so good yeah um, but then she also you know she's like she's bubbles but then she's um the teen titan that's like the goth one. Oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, Raven. Raven. Yeah. yeah. So she's bubbles, but then she's also Raven, you know, yeah. they're like, you know, very, very disparate characters, but yeah, she's all, you know, in that very high register, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. um, um, Tress McNeil's another one. Tress, that's, just, yeah. You know, she's like everything under the sun. You can always everything. tell it's her, but she, like right. such flexibility. Like, right. Yeah, just rubber voices, and, man. I, I would say Tress McNeil is probably 80% of the women and children on Futurama and uh-huh. The Simpsons. Yep. That's um, so cool. Like and she, the old cat lady. And, and right. Okay. And the and that's that's kind of like her trademark voice is the old cat lady. Yeah. Or like know? the or the uh, wicked kind of a wicked witch type of voice. Yeah. Almost, you know. And then like or like the the, like the news anchor, or, the yeah. when she does that laugh where it's like someone will be like, uh, like wait, you know, but right. but that's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But right. you shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just for like, yeah, not addressing it. Yeah, just, I, yeah, yeah. That's the best. She's yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I I personally like uh, Arlie Sorkin, the Harley Quinn woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I love that voice that she does for Harley Quinn. She's just like, it's just like a little New York and just really high and just crazy. I just, I love that voice. Harley Quinn's like such a yeah. fun character, dude. Yeah. And yeah. then um, and she, she owns that character the same way uh, that Kevin Conroy owns Batman or Mark Hamill owns the Joker. Yeah, yeah dude. She, she owns that character. That's, that's Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. And any any other version of Harley Quinn will be a sad imitation of that. <laughs> yeah, and, that's unfortunately true because every time I hear a new Harley, it's like, uh, that's not that's not Harley. It's it's not the one that's in your head. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they all have that bar to go to. That's um on that new Harley Quinn show, um, James Adomian plays like a shitload of characters like Bane and Really? Uh, yeah, but a bunch of other people. Uh, and he's another, I mean, obviously he's a voice actor, but he's someone who's like, um, y- you know, started maybe as a stand-up comedian and then like, you know, has like a 
uh, a burgeoning, maybe not even burgeoning, maybe full fledged, just like right, awesome voice Par- career. Parlayed that into something completely separate. You know, yeah. found, discovered other talents. You know. Yeah, and he's dude. He's got that. He's got that like unbelievable Bernie and just absolutely incredible George Bush. Like the those two. Like, right, I, yeah. like being in the same room as him and like, and hearing those two in particular is just like, fuck like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. flawless. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's yeah. He's something else. He's uh, yeah. He's freaky. Yeah. There's he's like great. a kind of like a, almost like a, like a morphology to a voice. It's almost like a shapeshifter kind of deal where it's just like all of a sudden you're you're a different person, right? And like, yeah. and, and like a lot of these people, I think the most talented, like as you guys are saying, is are the ones that that can go ahead and and change their voices like that. I love it when I see yeah. the same person doing all the voices at yep. the same right. time because it looks that's, like magic. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's like a magic trick. That's yeah. what's so cool about it. That I think that's why I find it so fascinating. Because for every voice actor like a Kevin Conroy out there. You've got people like Jim Cummings who there's, it's not like, oh, this is my natural register. It's, I have an unlimited supply of voices in my head. Yeah. Tell me which one you want and I'll right. make it happen. That's right. amazing. And it's like, I think about like my own voice. Like I, I have like three voices, man. Like <laughs> there are like three different voices I can do. And they, they all sound very similar to this one. Um, (laughs) but like guys so you know uh tress mcneil nancy cartwright is another one uh Mm -hmm. but like i think the king is probably i don't know it's not fair if let's say tress mcneil is the queen right that i don't know if that's fair but I, i would put it that put put it there that like she's just the unlimited supply of voices Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Billy West yeah, has got to be the king. He's unreal, man. Billy Billy West is almost everything. Uh yeah. is yeah. you know. <laughs> yes. He's done almost he was Ren and Stimpy. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, he's Fry on Futurama and uh-huh. oh, okay. And, Zoidberg I think and, too. And I think Zoidberg. Yeah. Every, and, and right there I mean think about the the drastic difference between yeah. those two voices you know and so so like it's <laughs> every character on Futurama that's not Tress McNeil or Phil Lamar or John DiMaggio all the rest of it is Billy West yeah right <laughs> you know and, right and uh I mean, but it, it's like everything uh he's done Bugs Bunny you know he's done right all these crazy different voices he's like the current iteration of Mel Blanc. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and Mel Blanc, if, if, if anybody's not familiar with Mel Blanc did almost every Looney Tunes character. Yeah. Almost every, single almost one. every single one of them had this, this incredible career of doing voice acting. Billy West is, is like, I would be willing to bet if I were to do like a side-by-side comparison at this point, Billy West probably has a more prolific career even. I think so. Yeah. But Um, I think he's, he's, his career has been longer than Mel Blanks was comparatively. Right. But uh, no, it's just, uh, I never stop living in awe of that. 
of that talent, that particular talent that so many of these people that we're talking about have. It's, it's insanity. Um, but it yeah. also must be like the best job ever. Oh like, yeah. I mean, like to go in and pretend, okay, I'm, I'm going to be Batman today, or I'm going to be some like, you know, some crazy little girl that's, you know, who's evil or whatever, you know, like, yeah. right. Like it's, it, it must be so fun. Like it must be so fun to just be in that, in that booth and like just rattle off all these different voices and to be able to do that. What a talent, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, like, absolutely. Like for you, like I know that you posted something online where you had like your friend gave you a, a character and he wanted oh, you to yeah. give it a voice. Yeah. And so for our listeners, uh, if you look up Rudy Schultz online, he's got a clip out there like, um, like, that, and it's it's just him giving a voice, and I love it because you can see the voice, and you see you, and you're thinking, okay, well, what what is this person? You don't have any information. You just you're right. just coming up with the voice. Yeah, and you went through like ten different voices. <laughs> yeah, all in one yeah, shot, yeah. and I was like, holy shit, this guy's pretty good. Well, yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that yeah, that's my really good buddy, uh, Mike Colesworthy. He's like. I mean, you, you saw that, that drawing, he's like an incredible artist. Um, I like, you know, just snaps off like Disney quality illustrations on the reg. <laughs> like, it's pretty absurd. Um, but I, I had seen those, um, those Vanity Fair videos that they've been doing where they're like, uh, you know, the voice of SpongeBob, like Tom Kenny improvises, you know, seven new characters and they just show them like different cartoon characters, but they, honestly look like stock illustrations and i was like <laughs> why like i was like i know i know i know some talented artists why don't i get some of my artist pals to like draw some characters for me um so they did and then that was the first one and then i've got i've got three more coming from mike but i had like a a, a bunch of other friends and even just some strangers that whose work i liked um that sent me some characters for him so there's if you like that there's there's more of them coming um awesome uh, I, yeah. I i loved it i can't wait to see more like awesome. i mean cool. like i want to see like all the different ranges that you could do but like Thanks, i like i like that you were like sitting there and you were you were like shop working it yeah 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 workshopping it workshopping it right there it's just like oh well maybe he's like this or maybe he's like that or maybe he's this or maybe he's a vampire or whatever yeah yeah and I, I just thought that like you kind of verbally going through what you're going through in your head and, and describing what your process was, was super interesting. Cool, man. Thank you. Yeah, That's yeah. like, uh, it's a yeah. really cool video. It is Thanks. a very cool video. Thanks dude. Thank you. That's uh, I, I feel like people love seeing how the spaghetti is made for, you know, almost anything. And I was like, yeah, you know what? If I talk through my thought process here, I think it'd be really fun. And I, yeah, be, People seem to really like that. So yeah, I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, that dude, that, that character was just like, was so cool. When I saw it, I was like, I don't know. I, I just couldn't stop laughing like that. I like, you know, you see the little chunk of the take, but like I sat, I cut out a bunch of me just laughing (laughs) because the character is so cool. He's like, it's so badass. And he sent me an email with like three or four. So I'm really excited to like check the other ones out. I tried to like, only look at the sure. file names like i was literally like putting my hand in front of the computer like blocking so i couldn't see the other ones yeah, um, when i was watching that video i kind of ima- I, I was thinking to myself like okay so this is like the five minutes that we get to see right There's, yeah i i imagine 
there was probably like hours of just, hmm, what could I do with this voice? Well, why don't I try this? No, that's crap. <laughs> hours and hours of just real shitty horrible takes that you were embarrassed that you ever even did and they're they're just sitting there taking up space on your hard drive right now oh, there were dude. definitely some that i even put on there that i was like oh man i hope uh <laughs> i i hope people don't see that and like oh man this guy sucks <laughs> I, I thought I thought it was all gold. Like not all. Thanks, of it. man. Like like whether it's hit or miss or whoever whatever the the, the artist was thinking. Yeah, like, I thought all of it was gold. I'm like, oh, that's great. Oh, that's oh, that's oh, look how he changed it. Like oh, you know, like oh, cool. I enjoyed, Thanks, I enjoyed man. everything. Oh, of it. That that would be awesome if you were to do like reaction videos of all of these people. Oh, like, hearing the, hearing yeah. the, the voices that you did for their. It'd be so funny characters. if they're like. I, w- I wouldn't have chosen that. No. Yeah. no. I, I, like uh, I, I don't know if I'd have gone in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, uh, uh, that I, I tried to keep, I tried to keep it to like, I want to say I, I was tracking for like seven or 10 minutes or something. And then, you know, cut it down to the, the 45 seconds that actually made it in there. But there, I, yeah, it, it was fun, man. I, I hope the rest of them are as fun as that first one was because it was a blast. Also, it just felt like, I don't know, fucking really cool to hit up a bunch of artists and just be like, hey, um, I know that typically clients want to review stuff. I don't want to see it until it's finished. So just send me four and don't <laughs> don't show them to me at all. I had, I had someone be like, how's this look? I'm like, I don't want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> like, just send it when it's done. And he was like, Oh, sorry. I was like, no, it's totally cool. I had like a couple of the people that I hit up just straight up be like, I loved this. This was amazing. I was like, yeah, isn't it wonderful to have full creative freedom over your work and no one tells you what to do. (laughs) Shouldn't we all just be able to do that? I have never experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know if I have either. That's not fair. I mean, I, you experience that when you do stand up, but you always get the feedback yeah. from the audience. So, you know, right. I guess that's <clears> the, any, anytime you're doing something for yourself and your own sake, you're doing it, but it would be nice to collect a paycheck and have someone just be like, I trust you implicitly, whatever you yeah. would like to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Although, man, you know, it's one of those, th- one of the, this is something that just makes me sad to the very core of my being. Right. But after, all of my years of experience, both in like the nonprofit world, in the corporate world, and then in the like individual enterprise world of writing or performing comedy or whatever you're doing, um, th- it, it hurts to even say it, but the clients and the people that you work with who are invariably going to be the most honest, the most fair, and they're going to pay you what they told you they're going to pay you are your standard corporate clients. Oh yeah. You know, it, it, it almost, like I said, it hurts, it hurts to say it and it hurts to know it, but in terms of integrity and fairness, I will, I will pick a, a finance manager at any corporate firm over a comedy show booker every time. 
Oh yeah, for every sure. time <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna pay you what you're worth because they know it's the right thing to do, and it yeah, will like on it, them, and yeah, it's <laughs> it's such a sucky thing. It it, it flies in the face yeah. of everything I want to believe. You know, it flies in the face of all of the goals I've ever had in life. But God help me if it isn't true. Yep, I. I, I will say anytime that someone has hired me creatively, the stuff that is like um, typically the most like gratifying and the people that pay the fastest and have the least amount of edits and revisions and things have been like artsy folk that have hired me to do stuff. Um, but I've also been super, super lucky with all my corporate clients. Like people yeah. have been so wonderful to me. Like I, I feel well, so, I, I haven't not, Knock on wood, fingers crossed. I haven't had a client as a freelancer that's been like a hell gig. So, yeah, so far I have not. But like, yeah, it, ugh, I I know they're out there. Yeah, oh, they're out. Well, there. and and they're it's kind there. of like I've I, I got them. to the point where, where it's like, yeah, okay. So you so either you take a job in the corporate world or you you get a gig for a corporate client. Yeah, they're going to have a lot of feedback and they're going to want to be involved in the in the creative process. But that's the price you pay. Yeah. For knowing for knowing you know it that's going to be the case going in and you know at the end of it whatever you submit to them for billables, that's what they're going to pay. Oh, for you sure. Know? Yeah. And, for sure. Uh, also though, you always have the choice to walk away. You could always be like, "You know what? This right. is gonna, yeah. this is not going to work for me." Hundred percent. I'm I'm good here. You know, like I'm sorry this this didn't work out. Here's your money back or whatever we agreed on. I'm leaving with or however, and that's it. You know, like you can fire your client. Your fire yeah. your client can fire you, but you can also fire your client. You can yep. also be like I'm out. You know, I yep. I had one uh we'll say client client in quotes because I was like a college student at the time. But this dude he was like, can you make my website? I was like, sure, and I made him this whole like. uh data map that was like a decision tree type thing of you know had all the all the pages i was like all right we got it all mapped out he was like cool and i was like now let's just take care of your branding and then the the all the colors and this the fonts and everything can flow from from that i was like let's start with your logo you got this crazy wacky looking logo it looks bad let's let's update it for you and and get it you know real set and then we'll be the whole thing can flow from there. And I was all jazzed about it. And I sent him all these, you know, these different concepts and he was like, okay, um, yeah. Uh, how about this one? And he selected the one that was closest to the one that he had at the time. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We could go with that one. And then he proceeded to give me a series of edits that lasted over a course of weeks uh... of me submitting edits and submitting edits and submitting edits until finally I realized I was like, this is like, two decisions away from being exactly the same as the original thing. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't, the, the dude sent me like an all caps email, like this is taking too long. Blah, blah. Like the dude like went off on me and I was like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. I was like, here's your deposit back. Like have a, have a nice life. And he's like, yeah. 
you wasted all this time. Do you have anyone you can recommend? I'm like, I'm not sending anyone I like anywhere near you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nightmare. <laughs> I got some enemies for you that yeah, I'll right. send over right away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if I had anybody that'll do my nemesis. And I'll enjoy seeing them get pissed off. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's, dude. uh, I don't, oh, God. I don't like doing branding. I don't do it. It's too much work. It's not enough money for the branding part of it. I don't like to include it in my website builds. If someone yeah. needs a whole new website design, yeah. I'm like, I have a couple of people you can go to. Here's their information. If you need branding, go to them. Yeah. But, uh, uh, there's a reason there. And, and like, they always come back and it's like, they wanted this much. And I'm like, well, it's because you're going to put them through the ringer and you know, they, their time is, you know, expensive. Yeah. They're yeah. going to, they're yeah. going to give you a solid, brand that you can fucking right. make yeah. your whole business into yeah i but, i love it and i love doing it but like i've had a, a couple oh of people man. that have been like this is kind of taking a long time i'm like yeah don't you want to make sure that the face of your business looks really good but yeah you know well and that's yeah. the other reason that's the other reason i don't do it because they're expecting the website to be done by a certain time i can't include that with the branding yeah, it's, um, and they're, right. they're two Those separate are, projects. They're two. Right. They're two completely different worlds. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But people don't understand that. You know, I after an entire, just like you guys, like an entire career of working in or ancillary to the creative team, wherever I'm, I'm working. Nobody understands the intricacies of this stuff, and they think it's just like throwaway, unimportant. You know, who cares about an extra period here or, or a dot there or, or whatnot? And, uh, you know, what? who cares about, like, whether this is scalable or if it's going to work in different dimensions? And and it's like, no, this, this is exactly what you're paying me for. Yeah. Right. You're, you're paying me for knowing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, like, it, it's always – I used to get a lot more bent out of shape about it than I do now. But I think that's just because I've been beaten into submission. But like, <laughs> uh, like I used to get a whole lot more bent out of shape about um, basically getting treated like a copy monkey, you know? Oh, sure. And and it's like, no, like the whole reason I have this job is because I do this, this particular suite of things really well. And so when I'm giving you feed, feedback or guidance, like the, it's, it's exhausting when every project you have to educate the client on how the process works. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because, because either they have no, no expectations going in because they've never done any of it before. They have totally unrealistic expectations, which makes me wonder if being a voice actor is just as challenging. From uh, my understanding that another thing that i would say that's along the same lines of what i just said is the clients that i've had for uh like voice gigs whether it's like for an animated short or a video game or like um some commercial spots it, like they've all been like how about you go do your thing you send it to us we'll review it and then if we have any changes we'll let you know so far it's been very much like wow we didn't expect it to sound this good where i'm like okay very cool and then if they have edits which you know depends on who it is and and what it is and everything like that but I, i've had a few people i couldn't believe it but they're like 
we have no changes. This is great. I'm like, oh, that's, unbelievable. that's wow. crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I had, you know, I, I've never had anyone like really drill down that, but that's also because I'm kind of doing things as like a, a freelancer right now. Yeah. Um, if I were to get into a situation, I'm positive because I know it's how it goes. Um, I'm going to be looking at getting an agent and let's say I land an agent and I get into a session, uh, you know, where there's a client and a, a voice director on the call um, you know, maybe even a copywriter or a marketing person. Well, that's probably who the client would be. And then along with the engineer and me, you know, everyone's all together. Definitely right in the moment, it's going to be like, okay, uh, can we hit this word stronger, uh, a little too much? Could you bring it back? Or as a little too wooden, could you hit it with more emotion right here? And then you're going to have people saying, you know, the vocal equivalent of like, can you make the logo pop? Like, give it it some warmth. And I'm like, (sighs) <laughs> like I, can't, I physically can't do any more work, but I yeah. mean, I, yeah. I think, whereas like in the corporate world, you can say stuff like, you know, there's, there's actually no way for me to make the logo pop more because it's 75% of the screen <laughs> and it's neon colors <laughs> and it's flashing. I got, I, that's, I did everything I can. Can you make it 80% please? Right. <laughs> right. I think, I think the, the answer for voice acting is always has to be, yeah, sure. Cause yeah. if you're like, no, they're like, what? <laughs> like, right. I think that's how you lose gigs. So I, yeah. Right. yeah, it's a situation where if they're like, can you be more scared? I would have to, even if I can't, I got to figure something out in the next few seconds. I think yeah. that's, the other thing too what about is. what I imagine about uh, voice acting, it, cause like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that it's probably like the rest of the filmmaking process where it's just like, okay, well, we're going to try all these different takes. And when we string it together, we might want take, you know, B and C strung together, or maybe we want D and Q or whatever. So like, yeah. so maybe, maybe they did direct you to go higher, but just for the sake of having it, just in case. Yeah. And it makes more sense. So, like, so like it's having, kind of like it's kind of like part of the deal, you know. It's yes. kind of, yeah. And like having art directed a number of like video or audio um, collateral, let's say, yeah. over the years. Yeah. That's absolutely like that's built into the process. Is we want to get, especially now that things everything is is digital. Everything you know, editing, editing is it's still a massive pain in the ass, but it's nowhere near what it used to be. Oh yeah. You know? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Rudy's Rudy's sound booth just fell on him. Yeah. Oh, that was um, but, uh, oh, but I mean, that's, but to the point, like that's, that's absolutely part of the process. You, you oh, yeah. go into it with the understanding, listen, we are going to get 25 takes, 25 different takes of this. Yeah. And then afterwards, we're going to go and, and pick out the takes and we're going to string them together the way that we want to string them together. Oh, totally. You know, someone's like, you know, give us three on this one or like, you know, give us an A and a B, all Mm. all that, all that kind of stuff where they have you get the full gamut so that they have stuff to choose from for sure. Absolutely. So like, yeah, it's, it's probably part of the process so that there's a certain amount of back and forth. That's always expected. But not only, I'm I'm sure not only voice acting and and just regular acting, but also just in in general with the, with the work that we do. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast when you're doing something that's collaborative, 
you know, you're going to have different perspectives and people are going to say, yeah, I want the logo bigger or yeah, man. Yeah. They never, have you ever noticed? They never say I want the logo smaller though. Oh, it's happened a handful of times. With Get me. out of here. I've, I've had it yeah. a handful of times myself and I'm always like, I respect you. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love it. That's the way my, man. Yeah. my like favorite shit. has always been when it's somebody that I've been working with on er, uh, pr- earlier projects where their feedback was, can you make the logo bigger? And then finally, finally, they're like, oh, why is the logo so big? It drives me insane. You're learning. You're learning. It's okay. I'm going to choke down yeah. the frustration and accept that you're learning. Yeah. Yeah. It's creative stuff is so tricky, man. Oh. It's, and it's so you, tricky. Then, like, and, and yeah, you have to educate the let quote unquote client, right? You have to educate them about things. And they always act as if you're a fucking moron and you're, you're making up fancy words to justify what you do. Well, and it's like, it, no, negative space is a real fucking thing, asshole. No, uh, no. Know, this, focal, I, focal points are, are important. I heard you speak, Dan. You make up a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do make up a lot of shit. It's a talent. It's a beautiful, wonderful skill that he has. Yes, yes. I went to school for that shit. I have, de- <laughs> I have a degree in public relations. There you go. Oh, yes. We've gone through this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the ex-girlfriend. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, you're awesome. goddamn right. I listened. I had the what uh, uh, Dan sent me the the end of the year episode that you guys had, but then also I couldn't resist listening to the aliens one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I I love me some goddamn alien talk. There you go. Yeah. We should do yeah. another one because apparently yeah. there's there's more information. Oh, about oh. that that L shaped thing. That Man, they I don't yes, know how yes. much time. Listen, I love me some alien shit. I really do, but I don't know how much time I can spend talking about it. Sure, because <laughs> holy shit, you know, like for for the amount that I want to believe in that stuff, I just can't handle bullshit. I, it, and there is, and there is a like, lot of bullshit. Well, and, 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 and it all comes, and I don't want to do a whole recap of the alien, but, 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 but it's, but it's just like, like just this constant stream of wow, that's a pretty massive leap of logic. What the hell we do right. bullshit have, on this have. fucking podcast? How can you not want to do more bullshit? <laughs> all right I just, we'll, we'll do just, another aliens episode <laughs> i mean bullshit's fun dude especially alien bullshit i love like turning on those shows and they're like just yeah the massive leaps of faith that they make i think are really fun yeah, yeah. Then, or like you know you turn on like a oh you talk about so obviously we've been talking about the people um that that are I think maybe everyone in in the I was about to say in the room, but we're not in a room together. <laughs> Everybody on the on the call. Uh, I think I think we're in agreement that like probably our favorites are the folks that have these rubber voices that can inhabit all these different characters. But a ton of voice actors that are out there um, that maybe don't have that degree of like they can play these crazy opposite ends of the spectrum also well, just well, hold on we leapt back to the topic without a segue 
Oh, I don't want to be—I don't want to be disorienting I, anybody who's listening. Well, this—we're we're, we're getting this. back on topic now, people. We're getting uh, back on topic. We are Rudy getting back on topic. Back. I thought—I thought somehow the aliens have voice actors now. I just well, so this—it was a segue, but it, well, Billy West is a fucking alien. That's, oh, that explains, that explains everything. He's a hundred percent. If you look, I mean, that guy is out of his mind. He's definitely—he's something. He's definitely <laughs> some kind of creature. He's unreal. But the there's there are certain people that just have sexy voices. They just have really good voices and they might not be able to, you know, stretch them that far. But I was going to say Art Bell. Oh, yes. Who just has the most wonderful old broadcaster guy voice. And uh, listening to I his mean, show and the stuff that he talks yeah. to people about with the alien shit Dude, is awesome. When, when he was doing art coast to coast with our yes yes and it would come on the radio at like two in the morning yeah dude like i would i would go for a drive yeah Just nice. do nothing awesome. other than go for a drive and listen to coast to coast with art bell and listen to the bat shittery and love every second of it yeah dude <laughs> and and you know start thinking really deeply about remote viewing and whatnot yeah yeah he because some of the stuff that he has on there is very clearly like, you know, a, a guest will call in with some crazy batshit story or he himself will have some crazy experience that is pretty out there. But he'll occasionally have people from like SETI or like yeah. wherever that like know what they're talking about. And it's really interesting to hear yeah. a lot of that stuff. And I think Art Bell listening to that show is kind of a lot of like why I'm at a point where I desperately want to believe in that stuff, but oh, I, sure. I like immediately latch on to, wow, you made, you, you made a massive leap from seeing something you don't understand to being 100% certain, you know, exactly what it is. Right. And I think listening to Art Bell kind of planted that in my brain because for all of the bat shittery, he was like the ultimate skeptic. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he was. He, he was like, I am not going to commit to this until you prove it to me. I'll let you have the platform. You can talk about it, but I'm not going to like confirm it for you. That was uh, the the weirdest thing that I ever heard on that show. Well, it, it wasn't because there's plenty of silly stuff that happened on that show. There but, is no weirdest thing. No, there there really is. <laughs> it's a weird show. It's awesome. But the 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 thing that really made me. Um, like stop and think was on, it, it was a, I think a Halloween episode or, or something around Halloween or it was one of the call-in shows um, where they did ghost to ghost. I, I want to say that's what it was. Um, but he is the ultimate skeptic. Wouldn't buy anything until someone proved it to him. Uh, told plenty of callers that they were full of shit in oh, that's awesome. words or less. He was very kind and let and and heard people out, but he would just be like, I don't, I don't know, sir. That doesn't sound right to me. Very like, yeah, you know, it just wouldn't wouldn't let people right. have a full run of, you know, whatever. But he saw like a shadow entity and like it was like you know, bipedal and had arms and a head and was a shadow. And it was like in his, it happened again. That's so funny. That scared the shit out of me, man. I thought the yeah. shadow, ended. I thought the shadow, <laughs> man. No, no, but it was just the sound booth falling. No, down. This no. panel in particular has been loose as of late. And uh, it's the first time any of them have 
come loose and it has really been uh difficult but he saw yeah he saw a shadow entity in his house i guess or something and uh he was just like yeah i saw this thing it was there it like didn't have eyes but it kind of checked me out and he was like i don't know what to think of it i don't know what it was i saw a shadow person and i was just like fuck like he's so the solid voice of reason total skeptic and he yeah. just was like yeah so and what, that what's, was, oh sorry i know what so what's the story exactly though was it like a night terror did he wake up from this because i mean me and dan had gone through this kind of talk yeah before. And, oh okay you're sick to his shadow entity on me do you yeah. guys um do you guys get night terrors i used to when i was a kid or, okay but you see I, I i've told this story before but like sleep paralysis used to have uh i didn't have the sleep paralysis part but because i ended up getting up and running the mommy but <laughs> but like uh the problem with my uh night terror is that other people saw the thing that was chasing me Oh, that's not good. That's very bad. No. Yes, yes. Because yeah. yeah. like I ran out of the room. Yeah. And then my sister like came out and she was like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Don't talk to me. I don't want you to roast me right now." And so I kept running to mommy. And then she like once I got to my mom's room, she came in and she's like, "Who's back there?" And I'm like, "What do you mean who's back there?" And she's like, "I saw someone chase you out of the room. It was like a <laughs> yeah. It, it was like a." blacker shadow than the 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 darkness in the room freaky deaky dude yeah that's uh that's that's yep. pretty much what that's pretty much what art described yeah yep. and, so i was just like oh shit you know uh -huh, and just uh -huh. by telling that story now twice edgar has sicked el kukui on you and me both <laughs> oh good oh thanks yes Yes. Now, yeah, I, I just can no, do that. El Cucuy that uh, and, and El Cucuy is coming for me. La Llorona is going to show up on your door. Oh, it's, God. Not we're, her. we're done. And their and love heard, child, their love child, their ghost love uh, child. I was once talking about La Llorona with some uh, friends and we were by a lake and like a loon or a heron or something. No. In the distance shrieked. And we were all just like. What? Like what? It sounded. It sounded like La Llorona. We were. It was awful. No, um, I would have yeah, shit was, myself. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad news. Oh, I'm trying to. Um, uh, El Cucuy, that uh was referenced recently in that uh, Outsiders show. The, huh. you guys see that on HBO? No, no I have not. I don't no. want to get. I don't want to get into Ooh, TV HBO, talk. Oh, Mister One Percent here. <laughs> <laughs> he's got all that speech money he's got all that voice acting money oh god yeah it was, it's like uh four, 14 a month or whatever I'm paying. <laughs> yeah that's that's big money baby but um that 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 show is nuts but the they had, they referenced el kukui on that on that show a little bit i haven't seen there's, i haven't seen that show what what is that show about it's a good show it's about um a crime is committed and the suspect they have video evidence that the guy is not in the spot where he would have needed to be to commit the crime that they have him committing. They have hard evidence of him committing the crime and then hard evidence that he was not there. He was elsewhere. Huh. So uh, they're like, what is this? And then they start delving into it and uh, it gets, it gets pretty crazy. It's a cool, it's a cool show. I think it's based on a, a novel by Stephen King. Um, oh, maybe so it's, kind of, 
kind of want to read the book. So is it like a supernatural show then? It's horror? Uh, yeah, yes. Without, yeah, without spoiling anything, yeah, it's got some supernatural horror stuff. Okay, I got to check I, it out. Yeah, it's, it's right. great, man. It's dark. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially they're talking about a kukui. I mean, like, fuck it. Yeah, it's, uh, they're using that terminology just for something that that happens um mm-hmm. uh-huh. but it kind of matches a yeah. little bit with well, the, like i don't know what el kukui is exactly i just know it as the boogeyman yeah the yeah the well boogeyman. yeah right I, like a, a shapeless formless oh, boogeyman God. every i feel like every time one of us says el kukui we need to do the sign of the cross yeah right <laughs> you know, I, I gotta um i got a I got a buddy that that has uh sleep paralysis and uh oh. occasionally it'll be nice he'll get like a comforting feeling from it like yeah. um they give him a nice little rub down <laughs> <Nothing like that. laughs> but like like uh like he he had like an airplane that like a toy airplane that was flying in his room and he just thought that was probably his grandma oh i don't know he just got a grandma feeling from it which is very nice and comforting but on the other end of the spectrum he has this uh tall shadowy figure with uh incredibly dirty mangled uh fingernails oh like slender man. yeah yeah like slender man but like um not not as tall but like uh yeah fr- freaky deaky shadow guy um that'll just show up and like stare at him for hours or you know hours? Stuff, stuff like that oh yeah because it's sleep paralysis so he's aware of the room around him and then whatever's happening in the dream state um, is is real time for him. So he has to, until he wakes up, oh. uh, naturally, he has to just deal with whatever the vision is for as long as it's uh. going on. So just four hours of this fucking freaky guy sitting there, like playing with his fingers or like touching stuff, moving oh, things. God, what the real, fuck? Like, real, can he talk? Real, yes. But, no. The only no the only reason that he knows that this guy can talk is not because he has ever spoken to him, but his sister sees the same guy and uh, oh. spoke to her. Yeah. And what Shit. he the only thing that he ever says to her is the chirping man has a plan. Oh so funny. Does he and then does he like like giggle or something? Like I don't know if he chirping, giggles, but the chirping man has a plan. Right. That's so yeah. It's like creepy. like that, that 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 vibe for sure. I don't know if yeah, it's real creepy. Like they, they're that, gonna find out when they're older that it's just Tom Noonan coming and hanging out. <laughs> you know? Man, you guys know put a, Tom Noonan is Tom Noonan is uh he's an actor character. Yeah, been in just about everything. But yeah, like tall, lanky, real creepy looking guy. Yep. He just he just goes. He's like, yeah, these two siblings, brothers, yeah, just sister. creep out. I, I just like to creep kids. them out every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> go hang out and tell fuck them about the tripping man. Yeah, fuck it's terrible. All that that's it's terrible. Scary as fuck. fuck. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Ah. It's it sucks because it's like uh, he knows it's not real and he knows that it's his brain doing shit. But he told his sister about it and she was like, I see the same guy and. Are they are they like identical twins or something? They're not, but they have like a they have a cool link. Like um, occasionally they'll like text each other something, or they'll get like a 
they'll get like a, a feeling they'll and, vibe yeah and then they'll yeah. they'll, ch- they'll check in with each other and it'll be like uh yeah you know i had a real hmm. real shitty day and i quit my job or like oh you know <laughs> such and so broke up with me or like oh i i got really hurt or something you know so never something good oh <laughs> Well, it's, you know, it's ex- extreme emotions, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, that yeah. Da- like dangerous spidey sense type stuff. Yeah. I do. I do not have that kind of relationship with my brother. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I, love, I have but, like, my brother's yeah, a great guy, but I have like a basically like holiday relationship with my brother, you know? Ah, uh, like, yeah. Um, That's how it goes. That's how it goes, dude. That's, uh, you know, I I wish I was closer with my brother. It's something I'm always trying to work on. Brothers are tough though, dude. That's yeah. well, yeah, because you're you're forced to be friends for yeah. like the first twelve years of your life, and then you got to figure out if you're actually friends, and then yeah. you got to figure out if you're actually friends. Yeah. That was deep, man. Yeah, yeah, stuff. The funny thing is, is that like for me, I'm the I'm the oldest one in the family, and I am the most immature. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not that you and me, dude. Yeah. Most immature oldest. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh-huh. like, like everybody, my brother is like 15 years younger than me and he oh, acts. Wow. Yeah. And he I'm acts. Eight. Yeah. 15. 15. Yeah. Um, I could, I could be misremembering this celebrity, but there is a rich, uh, there's like a, there's like a gold digger blonde lady that died. And I think she was. A Anna Nicole? And, yeah. yeah. No, and I think she was Nutrisystem. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had she, the wrong. <laughs> the but she wrong passed away from there. the stuff, though, right? Like she took too much of the stuff. No, no. no. You're ki- oh, okay. I didn't think I so. Think I was like, OD'd. God, that would be. Yeah, yeah. I think it was some drug shit. Okay. Which is unfortunate. No, I mean she may have been taking the drugs by using the supplements. The Nutrisystem. Like taking yeah. it together. I mean, well, Who knows? isn't it all supplemental? I mean, isn't it, can we all call, can we call it all supplements or? It's all, I mean, that's know. what I call weed. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> a supplement. I, yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. It's, oh God. That's it's, not, it's that, a, that's actually not correct. I, I generally call weed getting in touch with jaw. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Getting in touch with who? Jaw. With jaw. Who's jaw? Oh Jaw's, my God. You Don't you know you're Bob Marley? Jaws like oh, the uh, the no, Rastafarian no. Uh, force, the oh, force. Yeah. yeah oh, the force, but the weed force. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, also. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's the Rastafarian instantiation of like a god deity that we would have as like God or Yahweh or whatever. Okay. But for them, I think I I am totally talking on a turn. I don't know oh, shit I about know. the Rastafarian religion, but I, I think nothing it's like about it. Other than they, they like totally worshipped Haile Selassie as like the second coming. But that's really all I know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know shit. But I think I think Jaws maybe more um, less like a dude and more like a a force. But I I could I could be completely wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't know. I'm, I, I mean, be I'm putting anything. my money. I'm putting my money on you being completely wrong. But that has nothing yeah. to do with anything that I know. It just has to do with I like it when you're wrong. <laughs> it's every you you must like every single day of my life baby <laughs> I, I am wrong all fucking day long <laughs> um, all right so you so you brought up art bell we're gonna segue back uh because when you brought up art bell it, it made me think of somebody that i hadn't thought of or put on any list to talk about today but 
Phil Hendry is friggin' amazing. Oh yeah. You guys know who Phil Hendry is? No. Who's Phil Hendry? Phil. So Phil Hendry for a, a number of years, I, it, I know about him uh, as much about this as, as, as Rudy knows about Rastafarianism, but I believe he was, and probably still is like a, a radio, like talk show host. Hmm. And he has that voice. That's, that's just his, he, he, he sounds like a radio talk show host and it's phenomenal. It, yeah. It's, it's one of the best versions of those voices I've ever heard, but he also does a ton of voice work. And I mean, he's been doing voice work for I, like decades, but he's come to a new prominence in the, like the last 10 years or so. And, you know, he's been on Marin. He's in every episode of Rick and Morty. He's Principal Vagina and a couple of other characters. What? Is this, what? Have you not seen Rick and Morty? No, I have not. I just, there's, there's not, in, there's not the enough hours in the day. The principal. It's pretty of, short. Yeah, they're short you episodes. Check it out. Yeah, you should check it out, man. It's fun. All right, the, I have access to it. I'll check it out. The principal of the high school is uh, Principal Vagina. <laughs> no relation. But you know he he's been on Marin, um, but yeah, I mean he's just he's done a ton of stuff in in the last ten years, and he did a ton of stuff before that. But it's like you're getting to see like a guy resurgent after kind of being on the outskirts, you know? Yeah, and that his his voice is phenomenal Just incredible pipes it's yeah i'm always so jealous like i mean you guys you guys know me you guys hear me even though i can do cool shit with my voice like this is what i'm working with it's not a big sexy voice it's a very normal nerdy guy voice <laughs> yeah. and it, it's just i don't i'm so jealous of those dudes and and ladies that have just that like beautiful sizzle on their voice yeah. and they just like you know, some of them can't, couldn't do a character if you mm -hmm. paid them a million dollars. They couldn't do one. Right. And it doesn't matter. They just sound amazing. Like, right. get them to read any sentence and you're just like, oh, that's yeah. like. <laughs> and, and that's one of the amazing things about some of these really prolific voice actors that we've talked about. People like uh, Billy West or Tara Strong or Tress McNeil or Jim Cummings. You you watch videos of them or uh, interviews with them or like they'll do panels on Comic-Con or something like that. And their regular everyday voice is not interesting. Yeah. You know, their, their regular everyday voice is is just n nothing special, you know? Yeah. And yet they have this incredible catalog of voices that they can do. And then you've got people like Phil Hendry. Who is just his regular voice is phenomenal. Incredible. That's that's just that's just his voice. Yeah. Uh it's it's nuts. Yeah. That's um I don't I don't know if he's done much like um like straight stuff, but uh Darren DePaul is a guy that has been in like a shitload of video games. He might have done some cartoon stuff too. Um, but I I know him because he's the um, the voice of Reinhardt in uh, Overwatch. That okay. Video game. Yep. A big, big German voice. But then, you know, he's been in a gajillion video games. He's another person that has like a, a, a big wide range, but his stuff is always like very, um, 
manly and deep and gravelly, but but he's got a lot of flexibility within that. But he's someone whose voice is just like I get like upset because he's got the big sexy voice. Yeah. But then he's also got a ton of flexibility with it. And I'm like, yeah, it's nuts. You got everything. Or there there are guys out there like uh Matt Mercer. Yeah, yes. Who, so Matt Mercer, uh there are voice actors who basically they they specialize in doing the English dub for anime. And yeah. a lot of those voice actors also end up in video games. Uh and and Matt Mercer is one of those guys. I think the easiest credit to remember is he he's the voice for Levi in Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then he was in and, that Overwatch game too. He was right. McCree. Yeah, yeah. Right. And what 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 I really dig about Matt Mercer is his his regular voice. Uh, again, it, it there's nothing mm, um nothing about his voice stands out. It's like and, it's nice and it can be very silky and like that's exactly yeah, that's exactly it. It's not like uh, it's not like the Ameritrade financial. Right. You know, there, there's not a lot of resonance. Your money here. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get the resonance and the depth, but yeah. it's silky smooth. His delivery is always super silky smooth. Yeah. And that's that's its own skill set where it's not necessarily his voice in particular that's remarkable. It's how he commands it and, and, and takes a, a relatively, let's say, just average sounding pedestrian tenor voice and makes it do these, these silky smooth things. And he can throw an accent on it. And usually his accents are pretty good. Um, and, but, uh, you know, he'll throw an accent on it and it's just subtlety and nuance but he's not changing the range too much. He's not doing characters. He's just mildly in subtle and nuanced ways, changing little things up, but it's the silky smoothness of the delivery and the enunciation. That's it's really remarkable. Sometimes he does like uh, real, real crazy pitch changes and, and like real gravelly weirdo stuff, but that's also like, um, that's but that's like not the core of his like yeah he he'll do those characters but like if you go like you look into like the core of it well i'm i don't want to get drawn into semantics but go sure. on go on go on no i was i was just gonna say that like uh like if, if you play that game uh hearthstone ever he's done like a million voices for that and he's like i feel like if you watch that show critical role that he does yeah like uh you know He's the DM, so he's got to be everybody, everybody. Under the sun. Yep. And like, I feel like after listening to a bajillion hours of that guy's talk, like, I, after hearing him speak for so long, I can always tell when it's him. So I'll be like, you know, yeah, I'll be right. playing Hearthstone. Some little silly kobold will come out and have some like, re- like really, you know, high pitched voice that it's doing, and then I'm like, I bet that's fucking Matt Mercer. And I'll like, yeah. I'll go and look it up. I'm like, ah. That's him. Yep. He's that creepy little freak. That's yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, he's it's he's amazing. And yeah, he's great. That podcast that they do, well, it's a show and a podcast, but Critical Role, it's a a, 
a real play um, Dungeons and Dragons oh. podcast. And it's, it's him as the DM and then a whole bunch of other voice actors yeah, yeah. who play the characters. Yeah. And it, cool. that's fascinating. I go in and out with it. Um, cause I mean, there's, there's only so much patience you can have for that sort of thing. I feel like. Oh yeah. Um, I, I've, the most I've lasted with any of those is like maybe a year, year and a half. And then I, right. Yeah. I and then can't. you just got to check out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. Um, but, uh, the the voice and it's just so uh as, especially as somebody who once thought doing voice work would be fun and you know i have i've done voice work never voice acting but like narration or um just like you know reading an ad script something like that yeah because, goddamn you know, right dude and you got a I, good I, voice i, I yeah, can do that got a good voice, i can man. i can do that voice i can sound important and polished you yeah know? i can do that but like I, I listen to Critical Role and I just listening to him bounce in between the characters. And, you know, it's not like somebody's given him a script and a character bio. Yeah. You know, he's he's inventing these characters and then living in them. Yeah. And I sit there and I listen to it. And I was like, I, I, I could never, ever in a million years do this. I, Impressive as No fuck. way that I could do that. Yeah. And then consistently go in between the voices and play all the different characters. Like it's insanity. He's got a real, real special brain for the fact that he can like, yeah, jump just weeks or months or years back into his brain and grab a voice for a character that he made up on the spot at the time. And then get well, back into it and it's then like, like and the the that aspect of it is these characters these npcs that you're either you're making up on the spot at the in the moment or at most it's a character sheet that you had sitting there right right and to invent a whole persona around that and then act that out and then do it consistently over and over for years at a time while you're also doing 18 other characters uh i i just I wouldn't ever. I would forget. I would forget what the voice is supposed to be. Like I, that's happened to me just reading with the kids. Like, oh, oh, sure. Like, oh, fuck. What, uh, or, what is this boy? What is this guy supposed to sound like? I forgot. Like, you know, like yeah. a lot of times Captain America and Cyclops, they're the, they're the same fucking voice. Oh, dude. And yeah. Those are, right. those are two people that it would be super, super simple to get. They're like, they exist in a very like similar place, you know? Yeah. But yeah. then it's like, like I've had to do the voices for them on the same page. And they're like, who's talking? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like, I can't imagine like how they would do that. Just trying to keep a catalog of all those characters in their head and just be able to rattle off whatever voice. And then on top of that, like not just rattle it off, like inhabit it. You yes. Because um, like just acting, right? I haven't. I've never done professional acting, you know, ever. I thought it would be fun, but never, I never really auditioned for much. I auditioned for a couple of things, but, um, but just like making silly videos with friends of mine, you know, somebody writes up a little sketch that they want to do. And it's like, okay, you have to be an English guy or you, you know, this is, this is the voice that I want you to have. Like, I can't even make it through the script. Cause you've, cause like, I'll, I'll do like five, I'll spend like five minutes in, in that character and then forget how to do it. 
<laughs> you know? Oh, okay. Or it's like you take a you take a break for a scene, and then uh, you come back from the break, and it's like, okay, wait, no, I have to do that exactly the same way. It, it's 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 not easy. That's all I'm going to say. It's not sure. easy. And so when you when I listen to Critical Role and I hear Matt Mercer, and it's not just Matt Mercer, it's like, uh, who are the other ones? Telly S and Jaffe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel really badly because I'm forgetting their names, but oh, I haven't listened I mean, to the well, show there's in like, like two eight years. or nine of them, dude. Don't worry. You know? Yeah, but they're but that they're all really well cast. accomplished voice actors, and they're all yeah. they're all really good at it. And, and you hear them doing this and not slipping out of character. Yeah, like to me, that's very impressive. And like, granted, no, I don't do this professionally, and so they should be better at that than I am. But even with that, it it impresses me. Oh yeah. Oh, they're great. Yeah. The whole, yeah. The whole show is, is super cool. Cause it's all, yeah, it's just a bunch of people that get paid to do voice acting normally. And the, it's every single one of them has done voice work. So it makes it really, really interesting, especially cause so many of the, those like uh, shows where they play D and D together, it's just a bunch of nerdy folks together or um, you know, maybe like Twitch streamers or, um, you know, yeah. enthusiasts of the game, but that, that was the first time where I saw like a, like a relevant, um, cross section of like one type of industry got together to, play. right. It would be right. like if, um, like if you had a bunch of TV writers get together and do it, like that would be also well, that, awesome that exists. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's an all TV writer. Harmon quest. Harmon oh, quest. Yeah. 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 Okay. Or, yeah, um, sure. there's, For there's sure. another one, uh, and now I can't remember the name of it, uh, but it's all comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that must be um, awesome. N- nerd poker. Nerd <laughs> poker. Right. Yeah, it's called yeah. nerd poker. Yeah, with Brian Posehn and yeah, and, okay, uh, Blaine Capatch. And I don't know anything about nerd poker. Please describe more. It's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just the name of a Dungeons and Dragons show. But it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it's a bunch of uh, California comedians getting together and playing D anD. d It's fun. <laughs> nerd poker that's awesome yeah yeah it's good that's uh yeah that one's been around forever nerd poker is so old i mean critical roles old too but um yeah i want to say it's been around like i think critical roles been around at least as long or longer uh, than adventure zone yeah and that's been around for uh what 2016 2014 right something like that yeah yeah. And that's it, crazy. Think about that. Like that, you know, we're talking about podcasts. Right. Yeah. Well, and they've, and, they've been around for nearly a decade. You know? And and podcasts where they play D&D on it. No. Right. Less. Like yeah. that's it. Yeah. I just remember the first time I was like, I was like, I like, I like D&D. I like playing D&D. I like podcast. Surely there must be a podcast where someone plays D&D on the podcast. Right. Well, I, I looked it up and. I was like, oh, there's a few. And I checked them out. And there's a whole genre of it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Never would have thought of that. I would have never thought of that. At the time, they were all still kind of fledgling. But I remember like when they first started like having live shows, like they were selling out like the Chicago theater or like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They were having live shows of playing D&D. Yeah. 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 You could do that. Like, wait a minute. You can sell tickets to that. 
Yeah. 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 If you're a bunch of voice actors or comedians or entertaining people, I mean, or, or you're the McElroy family, you know, right. Like, Which but is but like, I mean, like the McElroy yeah. family at this point could be like, Hey, we're all four of us going to uh, get on stage and just read newspapers and shit. And that show that. would sell out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it would sell out. Dude, yeah. and and rightly so, rightly yeah, so. Rightly I don't want so. anybody to take it like I'm <laughs> shitting on this. No, you great. know, I, I love the McElroys. Yeah, but That's... but they they are people who, God bless them, they continue to actually work at doing what they do very well. They could just fucking say, no, it's greatest hits albums from here on out. We're fucking done, and they they don't do it. So that's impressive. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing that you can that that someone can do a show like that. And that someone will pay for it. You know that? Oh, sure. I, I love that. I love or that's like uh, on the podcast episode. I talked about the dollop. Yes. They do that too. They, they sell out live shows at, all the time. Yeah. Of that podcast. Yeah. That's uh, another one. Dave Anthony, since we're talking about voice talent, that's another one worth bringing up. That guy has a quintessential radio voice. Oh yeah. Yep. There was a, a software company that hired me to do their radio spots. And they're like, we know you're not going to be able to do a spot on impression of this guy. But if you're asking like for a vibe or feeling of what we want this to be, check out the dollop. I was like, Oh, okay. I gotcha. I was like, I, and so I you gotcha. did the whole thing, uh, Gareth Reynolds style. Yeah. Right? And they were like, no, 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 no. Other guy, other guy. <laughs> Are we are, really funny. are we allowed to hear what that sounds like, or is that like? Yeah, do you Dave Anthony, and then you do Gareth Reynolds, or, or are we was, like a breach of contract kind of th- deal or something? Or? No, I just I don't uh, I don't know if I remember all the copy for it, or I mean it was it's literally just me speaking, but just very you know whisper. Uh, okay. <laughs> it just very <laughs> throw even, a little whisper, very in even it, keel. Yeah. yeah, just very nice. No, it was uh, it was no. That sounds like sexy Rudy. <laughs> it was kind of trying to be sexy kind of it's like uh like like uh our software inform- is so sexy <laughs> <laughs> like like informative sexy like, you know informative. like uh, what's really our our data sexy. analytics uh, our data <laughs> analytics suite will literally make you moist <laughs> i think i think people uh i think people hate the word moist now right I, I, I that's don't what like I hear. <laughs> I never, I never knew that that was a word that people I will didn't like. Always love the word moist. What's wrong will, with moist? I will always love the word trousers. Do people not like the word trousers? I don't know, but I love it. Yeah, trousers with, is great. What's going on with the world? What's wrong with moist? I don't know. Someone, uh, I've heard upwards of, I want to say like twenty people. Like point out that they hate that word when someone uses it. If I've used the word moist to describe like a baked good or how I'm feeling after coming in from like a very humid summer day, you're like, ugh. I'm like, what? Like moist. I'm like, what? Wow. The, I, was, I hate I hate that word. You hate the word moist. It's a but, fine word. I hate how it sounds. <laughs> but it's like right. moist. Okay. Moist is the opposite of asmr okay i'm just making yeah. sure that there isn't a new protocol in terms of like how i have to speak now you know no i don't think so just okay i a weird amount of people have said like don't say that word i hate no, it. oh man no there's always a new protocol about how you have to speak and you, you just gotta try your best that's all you can do oh yeah no, i 
I step on toes all the time. Just as long as you're stepping back off of them and <laughs> and apologizing, yeah, and apologizing, yeah. then you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah people step on toes. It's gonna happen. I'm sorry, man. I didn't know moist hurts or hurts your feelings. Yeah, right. That was always yeah. This is weird. I was like, wow, that's strange. Now you want to say it all the time. That's all I'm thinking about is saying moist. <laughs> I'm just thinking about baked goods that are moist that I want to eat. Yeah, yeah. Nice plate of brownies. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, love love a brownie. Well. As See, that's what I, when I hear the word moist, I think of brownies, gooey brownies. Yeah, fucking delicious. Amazing. Um, you guys, um, you guys were mentioning before about uh, uh, stuff that was cool vocally that wasn't necessarily coming from voice actors, like a real cool yeah. vocal performance. Yeah. What are, what are some of those that you guys, oh, man. You guys have? Cause that's, I, I know, I know what mine are, but I always love hearing what other people like in terms of a non-voice actor voice or whatever that sounds cool. But doing doing a, a performance of some sort. You know who I... A, yeah, you know, whose voice or show or whatever, you know? You know whose voice I think is freaking insane is... I, can't, I don't know his name, but he's, he's the black gentleman in... Um, oh, fuck. Now let me look it up. You guys go ahead and talk. I'm I was gonna, gonna say we could look it up. Look at <laughs> yeah. We have you know, the problem. internet. We have yeah. the internet. You know whose voice I really dig. Who's? You ever listen to Science Friday on NPR? No. Ira Ira Flato is the Ira Flato. Ira Flato got a cool voice. Is the the host of Science Friday, and he basically sounds like. Uh, somewhere in between Ray Romano and Fred Stoller. And it sounds like a cool voice. And it's interestingly enough, very soothing. I could see that, especially, um, you know, obviously Ray Romano's got that whole thing, you know, that everyone makes fun of him for, but you mix that with like a softer tone. I could see that be very soothing and cool to listen to. You know, Fred Stoller. I think so. So Fred Stoller is kind of like, um, maybe a more depressing version of Ray Romano. (laughs) A little higher, higher pitch, softer. Let me see if Um, I can look. Fred Fred Stoller Stoller is, he's, he's another one of those actors who's been in everything. I know Fred Stoller. Is he, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he, didn't he write a book about um, his first year writing on Seinfeld? Yeah, he did. Okay. Awesome. I I haven't read it, but that book sounds awesome. The guy I'm I'm thinking about, his name is Kevin Grivau. And he came out in that movie Underworld. He was a, a black dude. He's done voice acting for several other, um, like animated series, he's. He, I remember particularly for being in the, um, in that uh, Young Justice show. But he's got like the deepest, deepest voice you'll ever hear. On oh, any yep, yep. I've I know never, the guy you're talking about. I've never heard a voice deeper than this guy's voice. It's oh, amazing. I'm have to look up some some clips because I I have no idea. He's the dude in, in Underworld, but he's he's been in a bunch of other stuff, like doing, again, just doing his own normal voice. But his own normal voice is like super just sounds awesome. Yeah. It's just crazy yeah. deep. Yeah. I, I don't think you can get any deeper. It's like unnatural. It's like super yeah. deep. 
Yeah. Like, you have to hear this guy's voice. Like, like, like Tiny Lister or Michael Clark Duncan. So cool, man. Or like deeper I, than that. Deeper. I'm so jealous of that. You know, I got a, I got a upper register male voice here. I'm just like, so, so jealous of those dudes that live in the fucking basement. You know, <laughs> I just, uh, it's so cool, man. Yeah. When you, like you have a, cool a you have a voice that people can actually feel. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I can't help but think that, that Dan has got that voice you're talking about. And I don't know if Dan is purposely making his voice deeper right now, but in my head, I'm like, no, Dan I really think, sound like this right now. I think yeah, I'm just Dan's sitting closer nice, to the microphone. Okay. He's got a nice voice, dude. Yeah, he's, he's got a nice little register. It's he's, nice. He's got sexy Dan voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dan's voice is sexy. That's, that's all there is. You to guys it. are the only two people who has ever said that ever. <laughs> really? That's no. crazy. No, you got a good voice, man. It's it's nice. I like it. I've it's, always liked your voice. It's always been like, yeah, it's always had like a nice kind of polish. For the for the company that I work for, I'm like the de facto um event host, let's yeah. say. Like I'm I'm the de facto MC for things. Yes. So and maybe maybe that's just like an implicit endorsement. Yeah. 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 I, I would see- bet. But you see, like Rudy's got like the perpetual young voice. Like yeah. I don't, I don't oh. hear, I don't hear old man in you. But that's I'm, cool because you could be fifty years old. I, you're gonna sound I, young. I bet Rudy could do a killer old man. I bet yes. you know Rudy throw throw a little throw a little like uh, New Hampshire on that. You know, I've had a couple of Chardonnays. What of it? I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure that you can do a killer one of those. I definitely, I definitely can do a, a an old man. There's like, if you go, if you guys listen to any of this stuff on my reels, like I've got a, I got a few crazy old men sounding dudes in there. I, I, I love sounding like a, like an old man or a husky old dude. I just, uh, I, my whole life I've wanted to look and sound older than I am. Like, dude, I, I can't wait till. Obviously, my voice has matured, and this is the voice that I have in perpetuity. But I know that when I get you know, around start smoking, my man. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude that's I've like everyone who smokes sounds so cool, and I hate it. But uh, I know that you know around forty-five, it'll get a little more worn, and once I get into my fifties, I'll start getting some natural um, vocal fry that'll you know make me sound a little deeper, raspier, or whatever. But uh, yeah, mm. I I I just can't could, wait for it to happen. I just <laughs> you know go go to, to like. Go to like an auto zone and buy yourself a tub of lava soap and just gargle with and that just, shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh. Let 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 that pumice just tear at those at those vocal cords. Yeah, uh, baby. Just rip it out. For our listeners, uh, just so you know, Dan was joking. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, no, don't do any of these things. Yeah, don't do that. Horrible ideas. Don't start smoking. Yeah. Don't gargle lava. Yeah, don't. Yeah, definitely don't, don't even smoke. Yeah, yeah. don't please, do please, these things. Please realize yeah. he's joking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I feel like I every. Mean, I feel like every now and then I need to throw in a, a like a disclaimer. What we're saying is <laughs> just fucking jokes. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, you don't really hear about. Well, maybe it's just because they're, you know, uh, not noteworthy or anything. But I feel like you don't hear about uh, 
lawsuits that are around those lines very often. Like I've n- I've never heard it was like, well, they told me to on a podcast, you know, like yeah, I've never. It'll heard. happen, and it'll oh, happen. Uh, oh college, God! In college, I studied. I, I they made us take a, a legal a, like a law class for mm-hmm. you know because you know you have to worry about copyright and all that stuff. Yeah, as an artist. Yeah, and so then uh, one of the stories, one of the one of the uh, the cases that we studied was a woman who went to a, a, a small little like pharma, uh, pharmacy and got pregnant from um, taking some of the, um, the contraceptive gels. She applied it to toast instead of herself and ate the toast. What? There was a contraceptive jelly so yeah so she read the word jelly instead of applying it to where she should have applied she put it on toast and thought that was going to do it and then got the deed and got that is absurd and she sued and won uh god i hope not uh no i i don't remember what happened but she she uh yeah no it went to court It, it went through a bunch of shit sheesh that's that is that is yeah we don't we don't want any of that so just to recap, don't don't do any of these stupid things like smoking or gargling lava soap, especially yeah, do you, Rudy. Especially. <laughs> I mean, I was going to do both, but so I'm glad you said something because yeah. I would have. Or, or put contraceptive jelly on your toast and expect not to get pregnant. I, I still, I still might try that out. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what it tastes like. I'm, I'm, I feel like that can't be good for your guts. I don't know. I mean, Isn't it, that it can't it can't kill you? It didn't kill her. Yeah, obviously. Right? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, well, maybe there's something in her brain because she was willing to sue people for it. I don't know. I just can't imagine picking up a medical product and reading jelly and being like, "Oh, I, okay." <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter. Yeah, I get some uh, peanut butter. Put this together. This should be. Fucking, should go down. <laughs> hey, everything like, goes Jesus, good with dude. peanut butter. Everything. Yeah, it really does. She sued. Really does. She sued the the pharmacy, and she sued the the company because she sued the pharmacy because they put the 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 jelly, the kind of stuff, the jelly next to other food products. You're what? kidding me. Why would they do that? Because it's a small farm, a little small tiny pharmacy. Oh, it's a family owned joint. So it, it, no matter where it was in the store, it was going to be close to some food items. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I mean, I mean, the place Man. probably only had like two rows of like aisles, right, for stuff. So they, they sued the little pharmacy, you know, little mom and pa joint. And she sued the, pharma- the, the, the company because they made the jar look too close to actual jelly. That's silly as hell. Yeah. No. That's silly as all hell. Those people are out there. They're they're out there. <laughs> yeah, they uh they're living and breathing and eating lunch and and multiplying. Yeah, very <laughs> specifically, dear God, probably doing some voice acting too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know if I told you, but he gets a little roasty on this. <laughs> yeah. This is it's a good callback. Uh, I bet they're doing they're doing their own podcast about. Oh, don't, yeah. So I'm suing the pharmacy because this contraceptive jelly didn't work. That's nuts. I can't believe that. I can't believe that fucking happened. That's like the coffee lawsuit. 
Yeah. From Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, he's wearing a Seinfeld shirt. Oh, yeah. That's important detail. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we were talking before the show. Rudy has a Seinfeld shirt. Um, right on, dude. So why don't you uh, go ahead and plug yourself, man? Go ahead and uh, like throw out your, your, your Twitter, your, your Instagram, all that stuff so people can find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, can go to, you can go to rudyschultz.com if you want to see my work. It's R-U-D-Y-S-C-H-U-L-T-Z.com. And I've got all my photography and graphic design and a bunch of uh, voiceover reels on there. And if you want to follow me on uh, Instagram, it's just Rudy Schultz. And that's... Um, it, similar to the website but that's like where the website is like you know a portfolio the instagram is more dynamic so it's like uh the stuff that i'm currently working on and uh i've thrown like silly fun little voiceover videos up there um i got a youtube channel too um i think if you search rudy schultz on there you can find me on there um i'll make sure to plug all that stuff to put it all in the in the descriptions and stuff so people can find that stuff too awesome man thank you and and where do you materials where do you post your boudoir photography uh that is also just going up on the instagram (laughs) (laughs) just a lot of shots of me in leather <laughs> With whips and chains and shit and uh red lighting and uh <laughs> fuck around. Good good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait can't wait to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, for the people who uh who are listening, Dan almost almost choked up on his drink. Almost spit take. <laughs> <laughs> spit taking's great, dude. Well, it's, you know, it can be and it can also not be because you can, you know, ruin your costume yeah, or clothing s- or whatever. Spit take on a relatively expensive microphone like stock. Yeah, you don't yeah. want that. Yeah, you don't, don't want that. Don't, yeah. don't, don't do that. All right, yeah. man. So quit being funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks so much for listening. Uh, today we had uh, Rudy Schultz and... Uh, not my cousin Dan. This is Edgar Traves. Thank you for coming on. And, uh, or thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Oh, yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. Yep. The title of the music you're listening to is Suffer City Blues. And that's by Suffer City. You can find them over at Epidemic Sound. It was fun catching up with Rudy. If you guys need Rudy's services or you want to book him for something, you can find all his information at rudyschultz.com. That's Rudy, R-U-D-Y, Schultz, S-C-H-U-L-T-Z.com. Don't worry, I'm going to put all the information down in the description. Make sure to follow him on Instagram so you can see all his uh, uh, great little posts on his voice acting and uh, little takes on, on those characters that we were talking about during the show. As always, if you're in need of a throw pillow, a cup, a duvet cover, a bathroom rug, you can still go to shop.theflowrollpodcast.com, but you can also go to theflowrollpodcast.com. There we're going to have our content, we're going to have videos, we're going to have other little funny little news items that we might come across, uh, just content in general. But you can also hit our store through there. So remember, theflowrollpodcast.com is now available for you guys to check out. Thanks so much for listening, guys. As always, like, subscribe, comment, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time. Bye.